Hey, I am Jess, and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio coffee to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. Hey, my friend. Okay, it is almost Halloween. And the question is, do we eat the candy or do we not eat the candy? And it's a more it's a question bigger than just like, do we eat the candy tomorrow night? It's the kickoff of the food holiday season. And when we start eating candy now, it just, you know, we get worried, like, am I going to eat this the whole season? And do I just throw in the towel? You know, it brings up a lot. And I see a lot of the all or nothing black or white thinking start to show up this time of year. The candy comes out and we kind of think like, oh, I guess I'll just revisit everything in the new year. And so I want to talk through today the trick to not overeating this holiday season and yet still enjoying because y'all know I'm a big believer that food can be at the sixth love language and there's more to food than just nutritional quality. So we have to find that balance. But real quick, before I break this down for you, I want to give y'all a little treat. Get it? We're talking about the trick to not overeating. And I have a treat for you. (laughs) Trick or treat. The treat for you guys is I want to make sure if any of you have been on the fence about joining the Empowered Eating Method program, I've got a super big treat for you. I am doing a three-day flash sale with, get this, 40% off, 40% off the program. That is the most I have ever done. But here's the deal. It's only available to the first 10 people who take advantage of it. So it will cap at 10. If you want to take advantage of that, you can jump down in the show notes, learn more about the Empowered Eating Method, get signed up today. The code, my friend, is PUMPKIN because I'm a pumpkin fan. You, you know, you guys know this. Enter pumpkin at checkout and you will get 40% off. But again, that is only available to the first 10 people. And I'm going to let you know, anyone that joins the program, I take very personally your process. And I am in that chat every week. I am talking to you. I am there and available to answer questions. So even though it is a self-paced course and something you move through independently, I am also there in your corner. So it's really the best of both worlds. If you want to learn more, you can also check out my free Empowered Eating Masterclass. There's a link for that in the show notes as well. Okay, let me start with a story for you guys. Last Halloween, we were super fortunate. We met these new friends and we got to go trick-or-treating in their neighborhood. They live in a beautiful neighborhood. This girl, she's an incredible party thrower. She rented out a trailer and put hay barrels in the back and the whole neighborhood was in on it. Everybody was out of their houses. I mean, it was just like a picture-perfect Halloween. They had not just candy for the kids. I mean, they had bags of goodies and king-size candy bars, and they even had treats for the adults. It was it was amazing. Little boy's dream. Little kid's dream. So we go, and my two boys are sitting in the back of this trailer. Now, at the time, one was six and one was eight. And Interestingly, the research shows that we eat very intuitively, like in alignment with our hunger and satiety cues, 
really, really well until about the ages like two to six. That's when we start to be influenced by external factors. It depends on a lot of different things, but that's the general age range. So my two boys, my six and my eight-year-old, sat back there in the back of this trailer going around the neighborhood and they were going really slow. So those of you who are thinking like you let your kids ride around in a trailer, they were going like two miles an hour <laughs> and it was a off the like off the main roads neighborhood. Anyways, um, so we're going around and they end the loop and these kids have been unattended in the back of this trailer with candy. I mean, can you imagine being that age with unlimited candy and your parents are, you know, they're walking five feet behind the trailer. They're not there to tell you what to do. My two boys handled it very differently. So my baby, my youngest, who's six at the time, he totally ate and enjoyed But when he hopped off the trailer, he had a whole bag and he was like, mama, I am so full. And he was happy and he was balanced. It was really cool. I was like, he enjoyed all as well. My other kiddo, oh my gosh, (laughs) he hopped off. That kid had literally binge eaten at least 75% of his candy. I don't even know how he fit it in his stomach, but he was bouncing off the walls. He hopped off the trailer, was sprinting around my friend's front yard. All of a sudden comes back to me and goes, mom, I think I'm going to be sick. And in my head, these are like newer friends. I'm like, please don't throw up in their front yard. Please don't throw up in their front yard. But he had made himself absolutely sick. His eyes were glossy. I mean, the kid looked, if you could be drunk on sugar, which I think he was, like he looked, he looked drunk, but on sugar. And I just thought it was really interesting how the two of them handled it so differently. One was able to enjoy and stop and the other just kept going to the point of like truly insanity. (laughs) He did not get sick, thank goodness, but he did crash so hard and he did not feel good well into the next day. And I think so many of us can relate to either of those personality types. Some of us know how to have candy and enjoy and other other people, we struggle. You know, we we get excited and we start having it. No one's there to tell us no and it's available. And so we just eat meat, meat until we feel sick. And, you know, if you don't relate to either of those, I think you probably feel maybe in between where you're like, I'm afraid I would do that. Like, I'm afraid what I would do what your older boy did, Jess, where I eat so much to the point of making myself sick. And then what would happen with my body? So as we go into this holiday season, you know, I really want to talk about how do we navigate this extra food? What if I do overeat? What if you're like my son and we eat more than we need and make ourselves not feel good? And that biofeedback is telling us eek, like too much. What happens if you gain weight? Should I stay focused on my goals? How do I stay focused on my goals? So many questions. So we're going to make it really simple here today. Here's the thing about empowered eating. There's not an off season. It's not like you're on plan or off plan because empowered eating is truly a mentality. It's an approach. And at the heart of empowered eating is this fact that you are always in the driver's seat. To be an empowered eater means you are aware, you are awake, and you are intentionally choosing how to take care of your body. And if you fall off track, not if, when, (laughs) because it will happen, when you fall off track, it doesn't mean you failed or you're off plan. It just means You have to readjust and become awake and aware and make those next intentional, next right steps. So I do know it's possible to not only enjoy holiday food, 
but to set appropriate boundaries when necessary so that you can fall more in alignment with my baby boy who is closer to the natural season of intuitive eating, we can get back there. So I'm going to sum it up for you guys in a little short mantra today. So here is the trick to not overeating this holiday season. And here's your mantra. Grit, grace, and glucose. We're going to take all three of those into this food season and help them guide us so we can maintain our empowered eating journey. So let's break this down. Number one is grit. Grit is the intentionality piece. This is the focus piece. This is the discipline part of empowered eating. One of the things that I see over and over in the women I work with, and I remember I remember feeling this way. So this is why I want to bring this up because I remember how frustrating it was. It's like we want something to happen with our health, with our body, with our fitness, with our food, and yet we are on autopilot so much of our day. We're just going through the motions, getting the to-do list done. And I don't say that with criticism because I it's so easy not to. Like there's so much going on in the world. The world is heavy right now. There's a lot of tragedy going on. We have access to all the information about that tragedy that's hanging on in the world. And then on top of that, we have to go do our day-to-day life, right? Like we have to get the kids to school. We have to go to our jobs. We have to walk the dogs. We have to feed the cats. There are so many daily responsibilities. And so I think the emotional load that we carry right now is really, really heavy. And because of that, we tend to shift onto autopilot. And I say we because I really struggle with this too. I mean, sometimes by three o'clock in the afternoon, it's easier for me to get on my phone and scroll or to just like zone out and watch another show than it is to stay engaged in the day because I'm tired and there's so much going on in my head. Like I just want it to be quiet. Sister, I know it's hard and I know we are capable. I love Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, and she says we can do hard things. Like to be human is to rise above and to be resilient. Humanity is incredibly resilient and we do have this spirit of power of love and self-control so even though it is hard you know I think we can hold space for both like on the one hand it is hard and it's stressful and we have a heavy emotional load and we are stronger and we can choose to continue to show up take care of ourselves and therefore take better care of our family you are capable of it we can do it so the grit piece of this mantra is pulling in intentionality. Where do you need to pull intentionality into your day? You know, maybe it's staying hydrated. Maybe it's putting the phone down 30 minutes before you go to bed so you can get better rest. Maybe it's setting some boundaries during your lunch hour so you can actually eat your lunch. What does that look like for you? Everybody's going to be a little bit different. Now, the second part of this is grace. So we've got grit and we've got grace. Where do you need to be nicer to yourself? This is a conversation I have on repeat with every woman I work with and myself. (laughs) We are so hard on ourselves, friends. And what I know personally, I see it over and over, and the research shows this too. People who are nicer to themselves are more likely to engage in behavior change. They're more likely to engage in healthier behaviors. So we need to give ourselves credit with where we are doing 
a good job. We need to give ourselves credit, pats on the back for when we do things right, not just shame ourselves when we do something wrong. You're juggling a lot. And some of the goals you have, you know, maybe they're reaching like a little bit beyond your current capacity. So like, let's take the gym, for example. Let's say you're wanting to get there five days a week. And you're like, like, I used to do that all the time, you know, but I'm really struggling. Sister, one time, if you get there one time, that is better than none. Two is awesome. Three, that's going to feel like magic. You will get to five, but the only way you will get to that five is if you keep trying and you give yourself credit when you show up. I'm not kidding you. When I started working full time, that was a shift to go from school to like a 40 hour a week position is hard. (laughs) And I remember like trying to figure out the balance of everything. I had a dry erase marker and I would go into my bathroom and my goal was to get back to exercising four times a week. Like that's all I wanted to do. So every week I would set the goal on my mirror with a dry erase marker. I'd write goal four times a week. And anytime I went, I'd give myself a little tally on the mirror. I kid you not. I was at one to two for about six months. It took me six months to work away or up past two times a week. But you know what? I kept doing it. I kept trying. And eventually it got to four and then it got to five. And now it's just something that I naturally do. So this is the grace piece. Like we have to know that when we set these big goals and they stretch us and they invite us to grow with that is going to come failure. We're not going to hit it every time. So instead of seeing when we don't hit it, we have to pat ourselves on the back for when we do. This is the grace piece. And then last is the glucose. So we have grit, grace, and glucose. And here, as we are entering the holiday season, the term glucose, I'm using it more symbolically to represent the actual nutrition piece of your empowered eating journey. So glucose in and of itself, it's the scientific term for the specific form of sugar that circulates in your blood and it provides energy energy to your cells. So like when you eat a carbohydrate, that food goes into your stomach, your stomach digests it, goes into your intestines, the intestines grab it with what's called your microvilli, or I call them your nutritional fingers. It pulls it from the intestines, transfers it into your blood. And by that time, it has been broken down to a simple glucose molecule. And then insulin finds that glucose, it binds together, and it goes into the cell. Isn't that amazing? Nutrition science is cool. <laughs> but when we think of, when I think of glucose in this mantra, I'm thinking of it literally, like you literally need glucose to function. <laughs> your body, your central nervous system, your brain, all of it requires glucose to to exist. And so you need it on in a very literal sense. And if you don't believe me, if you're like, Jess, I don't need carbohydrates. Have you seen a hummingbird who has low blood sugar? I mean, those things just fall right out of the sky. They You have to feed them sugar water to get them going again. Have you met yourself on low blood sugar? In my house, low blood sugar makes for a very short fuse both with me and interestingly, my oldest son, my my sugar lover. Low blood sugar leaves everyone hangry. So <laughs> you literally need glucose, but in the broader sense and more symbolic sense, you need the nutrition piece to move through your day. You need fuel to think, you need fuel to move, you need fuel to juggle everything that you are doing. You cannot expect yourself to do all of these things and not even just do all the things, but try to grow and achieve some of your goals, whether you have health goals or business goals or faith goals, like whatever those goals are, you cannot expect yourself to do those things if you're living on fumes or if you're not eating all day 
until two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Like when is the last time you ate? We need the actual nutrition piece and not just any type of nutrition, right? Like we need nutrition that our biofeedback says, hey, this feels good and you're taking care of me. We need the glucose piece, both literally and in the symbolic sense. So your trick to not overeating this holiday season is to remember this mantra, grit, grace, and glucose. So how do we implement this going into the food season? I want you to think of each day, like when you wake up in the morning, here's your invitation. I want you to think, how can I exhibit grit? Where do I need to make space for grace? And where can I prioritize glucose? My friend, this is going to look a little different every single day because, you know, Monday you might wake up, you're really motivated. Tuesday, you're still feeling good. I don't know about you, but by Wednesday, I am worn out and I'm tired. And then Thursday, I'm like crawling through and Friday, I am ready for fun. So each of the days may look a little bit different, but if we ask ourselves these questions, we maintain attention, intentionality, and we avoid going on that autopilot where we just kind of, you know, do whatever. We forget to take care of our body. We ignore our body. We override biofeedback. These questions will help us to stay focused and navigate the day to day. So where can I exhibit grit? Where can I make space for grace? And where can I prioritize glucose? Now I'll tell you going into Halloween this year with my two boys, I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently after what we experienced last Halloween. And this is another example for you on how we can implement that grit, grace, and glucose. So the grace part is pretty clear. It's like, it's Halloween. I trust my boys' bodies. They can handle a sugar rush and they will be okay. And there's going to be a little bit of grit this time. I'm going to draw some boundaries for my boys. They can have a free-for-all for for a period of time, but mama's going to be in there asking questions, making sure that specifically my oldest is not making himself sick. The glucose piece is I will be making sure that my boys go into this trick-or-treating event well-fed, lots of protein. I mean, load them up on the chicken nuggets, I make my boys something I call candy juice, which is just a pineapple, banana, and spinach blended drink. We're going to give them tons of nutrition beforehand. So biologically, they are set up to have solid nutrition on board before they go into the candy frenzy. (laughs) But I think we can do this for our kids and we can do it for ourselves. So repeat after me, grit grace and glucose. And I want you to think about how you can incorporate each of those into today. Like let's start right here today. What are you going to do to implement a little bit of grit? Where can you make space for grace? And how are you taking care of your glucose today? I hope you guys have an awesome week. If you do celebrate Halloween or go trick-or-treating, have some fun. Enjoy and be sure you feed yourself well before you go out so you do feel good the entire night. I will be out there trick-or-treating with my family. We are Spider-Men this year. So excited. If you have not seen Spider-Verse, oh my gosh, do yourself a favor and watch it. I am obsessed with it. I think I'm more obsessed with it actually than my boys are. (laughs) So I will be out there in my Spider-Woman costume enjoying the candy just like you. And don't forget if you are interested in the empowered eating method, now is the time. You're not going to see this again. Definitely not this year. 40% off. Enter pumpkin at checkout, but it's going to cap with the first 10 people. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.
Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.